live episode, much anticipated. And we're going to start off by talking about the NBA playoffs and the NBA MVP. So, Arsh, why don't you get us started on your NBA predictions and your analysis? Yeah, so um, we're just going to dive right into the different uh, NBA series that have been happening. So, um, for the NBA, let's start with the Heat versus the 76ers uh, series. Absolutely. I have the Heat winning in six games because the Heat are right now, they are up 3-2. Joel Embiid lost out on MVP, which, by the way, I think that it, I think that he should have won the MVP. He made it further in the playoffs. He won the scoring title. And with all the drama with Simmons, Ben Simmons holding out at the beginning of the season, as well as James Harden getting forcing his way out of Brooklyn and getting traded, it's a lot of stuff happening. And he still was able to lead the league in scoring. Absolutely. And he was still able to be the guy that he was. But anyway, after he got, uh, I think, I think he got snubbed from the MVP. He came out horrible in the game, and he said it was a lose-lose situation after the game. He was horrible. The 76ers were horrible. They weren't ready, and the yeah. Heat destroyed them. And it was three. It's three-two right now after five games. And in the sixth game, I think that the Heat are going to take it, and they're going to. Yeah. Okay, so this is a really interesting situation because we know Joel Embiid. He rushed back from injury from the concussion with the orbital bone on his left side of his head. And he had a concussion. He had concussion-like symptoms. He was hurt for much of the playoffs and last round. This round, he's been on and off the court. And we've seen when he's been on the court, he hasn't been as great and as productive as he has been, which is why many people say he shouldn't have won MVP, although we'll get to that later. I would say that's a regular season award. But going back to this injury, it's a really big problem for the 76ers. They can't – we see James Harden is not the same as before. We talked about this last week. James Harden just fell off a cliff, and it's just old age. It's just when you're not like LeBron and don't take care of your body, there's no chance that you're going to stay in shape at all. So, And he's not fit to lead a team. Tyrese Maxey's too young, so you need Joel Embiid, but he's been hurt. But with all that said, I think the 76ers are going to find a way to put it together in game six. But they're not going to keep it up in Game Seven. The Heat are just too good. Tyler Hero, Sixth Man of the Year, Jersey announcement is going to be. I think he's going to be a main factor. We saw you twenty-five points the other night, so I'm going to go Heat in seven. And then next, we're going to talk about the Celtics Bucks series. My Celtics, unfortunately, are down three-two. They lost yesterday night. Super unfortunate. I was really mad about that, especially if you guys saw Drew Holiday making his case for defensive first team, like All NBA defense first team two hero-like plays in the last minute or so. So I would say that it's it's going to be a really close series. As much as I hate to say it, I think the Bucs are going to close it out at home in game six. I hate to say it. The Celtics are just, they're too young of a team. They put it together too late. They didn't have that much chemistry, and it's not going to go well for them. I think, and it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. Let's be real here. This, the game the Celtics won, like the most recent game the Celtics won, Giannis had 34 and 18. No chance that he's going to slow down at all. Yeah, I'm surprised you actually went against your Celtics. Guys. I mean, I, I got to be an unbiased Celtics fan. I can't be like a biased Celtics fan that goes, oh, Celtics, Celtics, Celtics all the way to the finals. Like, no, that's not what I'm going to do. Yeah, I have the Bucks in seven. I think that Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, especially Marcus Smart having those two good plays and Drew Holiday coming up big, blocking the first, blocking him in the first play and then hitting it off him out of bounds and in the second place, stealing the ball from him. I think both times uh, Drew Holiday – was way uh, way better than Marcus Smart, but in game just okay. We had this argument last week too, and I don't understand how you keep saying Drew Holiday is more valuable than Marcus Smart. Mark, make your case right now. Marcus right now, Smart did win Defensive Player of the Year. I don't think that he was deserving 
I think that there are better defensive players this year than Marcus Smart. But um, I'm I'm surprised that Marcus Smart won Defensive Player of the Year. But other than the oh, Defensive Player of the Year oh aspect, other than the Defensive Player of the Year aspect, what has he done? She has not been that great. And I think Drew Holiday with this okay. defense. Let's 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 just let's just go back to the to the uh, Nets series, okay? Marcus Smart, in addition to locking down Kevin Durant, which was mainly his job in Jason Tatum. In addition to that, he had one of the best offensive performances from a mainly defensive player. I've seen in a long time. And let's let's, let's let's be honest here. Who's a better offensive player? I mean, who's a better defensive player? Marcus Smart or Drew Holiday? Better defensive only. I think you could argue. I think you could argue. No, 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 Drew no. Don't take away the take away this last two plays because that was after the defense. This year, year. This year. This year. Marcus Smart. Okay. And who's a better offensive player? Who's a better offensive player? Just answer me. Answer the question. And that's pretty close to you. Like they're they're very so if, equally if, matched. If Marcus Smart is better on defense and they're about the same at offense, should Marcus Smart be better? I don't think so because I think Drew Holiday. You're talking about in the first series. Well, that's great, but he didn't come out clutch last night. And number two, you saw what happened in last year. Drew Holiday helped lead his team to the finals and come back from a two-zero hole and win the finals. Let me let me show you this comment right here. See, you see this says Marcus Smart Defensive Player of the Year. You see that right there. That's exactly what I've been saying this whole time. I, I mean, Marcus Smart's not going to carry a team, but Marcus Smart is still better than Drew Holiday. I mean, putting Marcus Smart in that situation where Drew Holiday was yesterday, we'll be talking about Marcus Smart the same way as we're talking about Drew Holiday right now. It's, he's just the same caliber, except just better on defense. We'll see. And then, anyway, I have the Bucks winning in seven. Like I said, I think that they're going to have a lot of fire winning game six, but the Bucks are going to be too proud they're, they want to defend their championship. They're not going to let this go, and they're not going to let this opportunity slip, and they will win game seven. So I have the Bucks in seven. And then let's move on to the Mavericks-Suns series. Crazy One series. One of the best series. Luka Doncic, I have – I right now the Suns are up 3-2. I actually think that the Mavericks will win this. I think that wow. they're going to win two wow. straight games. Luka Doncic plays – it still blows my mind to this day how slow Luka Doncic plays while still, like, being an NBA-caliber player. It's almost like he plays so slow that they can't stay ahead of him, if you know what I mean. Like, they just go flying past well, him. Let's, His let's, tempo is so think, slow. Well, do you think Luka plays slow, slow that they can't manage him? Or Luka, like, physically is slow but plays fast? I think he plays so slow that they – and they're used to playing so fast in such a great league like the NBA – that and his footwork is just amazing. Like he just optimized his footwork and his tempo. They always say, "Oh, you got to be really fast." But when you're really slow, it's hard for those guys who are going 100% every single play to suddenly just slow down with you. And that's exactly what Luka Doncic has been doing, which is why I think Luka is going to lead his team to win in Game Six and Game Seven, as well as I think that um, I think that Jalen Brunson is also very great. And the Mavericks bench, that's definitely the best bench. They have so much energy. The, the best bench in the NBA or the best bench they've had? I mean, like, the most energetic bench, the best bench. You Like, this This is a big thing. The Mavericks, their bench has been the most – like, they've even been featured in an NBA video where they're talking about bench violations where they're all just standing up <laughs> after a dunk and that. running on the court. So, And it's, it's widely thought of that they are the best – most energetic bench. So – I think that combined with the bench energy and Luka Doncic's low but great style of play, they're going to win.
And don't get me wrong, that bench is a huge factor. I mean, go to the high school level. You see coaches, like, encouraging their bench to be louder, to be, like, kindergartners, if you will, just to, like, you're on the team. It makes a huge impact. But with that said, Luka Doncic, we we had an argument about this off air where we were saying, oh, okay, if Luka Doncic had, yes, 45, 30, 25, whatever he had, he's. I said that he's not lifting his players up. He's playing well individually, but that's not lifting your team up. That's not letting you win. So I think Luka, Luka's too young to figure that out right now. We see LeBron single-handedly put the Cleveland Cavaliers on his shoulders. Like, look, Cleveland Cavaliers on his shoulders, walk them up steps over the Boston Celtics, unfortunately, to the NBA Finals and lost. It's, I mean, and LeBron James obviously was way younger at that time, but let's, let's be real. Luka cannot do that right now, especially with the supporting cast that his second-best player is Spencer Dinwiddie or Jalen Brunson or whoever you want to make the case because you can't even name them. So I'm going to go with the Suns in seven here. I have them going pretty far, but I think I just think this it's Devin Booker, it's Chris Paul, the point god. And when Devin Booker's off, Chris Paul is right there to support him. When Chris Paul's off, it doesn't matter because Devin Booker's just the best player in the NBA. But anyway, <laughs> the Suns are just too good to get swept. I mean, not get swept, but go seven games when they're up 3-2. So I'm going to go Suns in seven. And then final series is the Warriors-Grizzlies, arguably the most entertaining series we've seen in the past few years. But it's this is just a crazy series. John Moran is a huge impact. We saw game one and game two both had ejections, Draymond Green and then uh, Dylan Brooks, and both were hard fouls. But I think coming down to it's 3-2, the Grizzlies uh, pulled away yesterday against the Warriors, but it ends here. I, th- I have the Warriors in six. The Warrior, it's Steph Curry, it's Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole's had an incredible uprising. Andrew Wiggins is a great fourth player. Think about that. Fourth player, and he was an all-star starter. So I'm going to have to go with the Warriors in six. And John, think about this. John Rant may be out for the whole series, which is a big impact. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think that the Warriors will also win in six because I think John Morant, like you said, is out. And there is absolutely no way that the Warriors will not have a fire light under them. They will not – there's no way that they're not going to be embarrassed, humiliated by the loss that they suffered last night against the Grizzlies. And they're definitely – definitely going to come out and have a great outing and winning game six. So I think that the, um, I think that the Grizzlies are, uh, I, I'm, I, I'm a Grizzlies fan, so I'm sad about this, but I think that the Grizzlies are going to lose. And I, I think that the Warriors will come out winning because John Morant is not in. Okay. So let's do a quick stop for a second. I, we've seen some uh, comments and questions about the Jersey wall back here. So this is just our. You can obviously talk about your side of your your players, but we we have some Yankees signed uh, and box jerseys here. We've been huge Yankees fans for a long time. Michael Jordan, the goat. Don't even argue with that with me. It's not LeBron. It's it's Michael Jordan. We both agree on yeah. that. And then Cowboys favorite NFL team by far. Don't I mean I'll I'll say it again. This year's our year. That's and not true. I'll say it. You don't have to say it. And then you're, the last two are yours. Yep. And then we have, again, another Yankees jersey. And then my team, the Houston Rockets, which I'm not proud of them this year. That's an old James Harden jersey who quit his way out of Houston, then quit his way out of the Nets, and he will quit his way out of the 76ers because they cannot win with him. But I think that James Harden was great on the Rockets. At least we got a little bit for him now that yeah. we see the type of, the type of player he is. 
I think we both agree that he's pretty much washed now. Yeah, but so, when, let's be real. When he was on the Sixers, I mean, when he was on the Rockets, he was an MVP. He won MVP, though. Yep, and on the Nets, he was close to MVP. Yeah. Too. And then on the, you guys can't see, but over there, we have a sign, or not a sign, but it's a framed um, interview we had that we printed out and printed, or printed out and framed. And then we have a, another Yankee sign memorabilia over there. Um, so let's continue on now into the MVP, the NBA MVP, which is another huge topic. There was so much backlash about Nikola Jokic winning, joining the two MVPs, like back-to-back MVP. So, Arsh, why don't you talk to us about, about that a little bit? You said maybe Joel Embiid should have won. Is that what you said? Yeah, so I think that Joel Embiid should have won. Like I said, he won the scoring title over LeBron James, who sat up for the last couple of games, all of a sudden saying, oh, I don't really care about this, because I think – what happened was at the All-Star break, after the All-Star break, so the Lakers were, after the All-Star break, the sec- they had the second-worst record in the NBA. The Lakers? In crunch time. Yes. Of the Lakers. And LeBron James was scoring a ton. But that's that he. I think that he was just trying to get his followers to be like, oh, his team is so bad, and he's going to win the scoring title. Well, the thing is, LeBron James said to the GM, to Rob Polinka, and then later at All-Star break, said, wore a T-shirt saying, um, we don't want those picks from the Rams GM. But he was saying that he wanted Russell Westbrook. They were going to get Buddy Heald, who I think would have been way better, and I think you agree. They should have gotten him. He was rumored for way longer. And he asked for Dwight Howard, who turned up to be washed, as well as another old guy, Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony. Yep. And Carmelo Anthony, was, Rondo. Carmelo Anthony was pretty good at the beginning of the year. But he got a lot worse, and AD this year was just injured a lot and not even close when is to he what not? he thought he was supposed When to. is he not, though? That's true. And so that's so anyway, I think that Embiid won the scoring title. He made it further in the playoffs. Nikola Jokic obviously lost in the first round to the Mavericks, I believe. And Embiid has made it to the second round. I think he will no, lose. No, Nikola w- lost to the Warriors. Warriors, Warriors. That's right. The yeah. Warriors slept him. But uh, and no, not swept. It was four one because Nicola. There game was, four, right? Game four. Game they, four, they won. Game yeah. four, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then, um, like I said, I think that Embiid he just went further. He scored more, and he dealt with more drama. That's why he's my Embiid. Okay, I mean, you you talked about this. You said Nicola should have won. Is that what you said? I said Embiid, Embiid should have won. All right. So I mean, you you. This is what I. This is what I don't agree with. How you can't, and by the way, you guys, you can write in the comments, we'll read your comments. What do you guys think about? Yes, who do you guys think should have been MVP? Um, but I mean, if I'm gonna be honest, MVP is a regular season award, the votes were already like entered, fully entered by the time that the first round was ended, like the votes were way done already. So it's a regular season award, it's about team success a little bit, mostly about player stats. That's the reason LeBron didn't win. LeBron. Up to the all-star break, you mentioned LeBron played lights out. He had led the league in points per game, led the league in minutes. He was he was like again LeBron James. But and then after that, the Lakers just went from here and they were already going down the just went straight down. A James Hard moment. But I mean the Lakers, um, I mean, I mean the Lakers, that's that's the reason you can't put LeBron in the conversation. And then you have Joel Embiid, the the two other players, or Joel, I mean three other players. Devin Booker, they're, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Joel Embiid, Giannis, and Nicola. Those are the four. So Nicola won it, obviously. Joel Embiid, I mean, we made the case already. Regular season award, but Joel Embiid was hurt. And Nicola Jokic, if you look at it statistically, his stats are better this year than last year. 
So Nikola Jokic, I mean, <laughs> I mean, just got a funny comment. I'll talk about that also later. But Nikola Jokic had better stats this year than last year, and Joel Embiid let Joel Embiid had more team success. Nikola Jokic lost in the playoffs, but again, regular season award. So I'm Nikola Jokic, and then you have Giannis, and then you have Devin Booker, best player. If we take into consideration best player, best team, that's Devin Booker, best player on the best team. If you have best player in the whole NBA, which is what many people, what, what lots of you guys are saying, Giannis. So, I mean, there's so many great competitors, but you know, uh, Nikola Jokic, great passer, great scorer, great center. When he was, when he got drafted, he wasn't even on, like, the, the Nuggets didn't even show him on the TV. It was in, at a commercial break. So, Nikola Jokic came out of nowhere. He deserves to win two in a row. There's a conversation about, okay, the two in a row, year, like, the two MVP back-to-back should not be, Nikola shouldn't be in that conversation. But he had better stats this year than last year, and he won last year. So, next. Um, and now... Let's go. Let's read some of your guys' comments about this. So so we have two comments saying Giannis, and then we have the yeah. one that we both laughed at when it popped up, Jordan Poole. And that's obviously a joke for all you guys. Jordan Poole. Is, that's that's his thing. That's, that's what he that's what I predicted it so at, at, at All-Star Weekend when, when um, Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins, what, was starter, voted yeah. to be a starter. I said Jordan Poole would be better, and Jordan Poole is a bench player then. But Jordan Poole is great, but he's <sighs> I mean, you know my thoughts on he's, that. He's the most improved player, not most well, valuable. Draw one, draw one that. But, yeah, but yeah. He, in your mind, she should have, I guess. Yeah, and then let's move on to the NHL hold on. Playoffs. Last one, we see. Look, Demar Derozan, because he should have been MVP. Lifted the Bulls to the playoffs from David Casa. I mean, I agree with that, but again, after All Star break, the Bulls fell apart because they lost Lonzo, they lost Caruso, who was their defensive anchor, and um. Zach Levine had the free agency talk that just messed up the team, and Demar wasn't as hot anymore. So yeah, I, mean, I agree. With, yeah. I agree with you as well. Demar Derozan definitely should have been MVP if the NBA ended if five weeks yeah, into the season. Exactly. After that, he cooled down, and Embiid and Jokic, who Embiid was my pick at the beginning of the season yeah. for MVP, because um, I, I saw last year he got hurt, but he was still great, and he got yeah. runner up. But and the same thing happened this year. Same exact voting results. But um, I think that DeRozan was great at the beginning of the season, but he also had a really great Bulls team, and this team did make it to the playoffs, but they cooled down a lot. Okay, so now let's go to the NHL. This has been, I mean, our hometown Hurricanes are actually doing incredible so far against the Boston Bruins. They're up 3-2 the game is tonight. They might not win, but let's pray that they do. But I'm going to go, let's talk about that series first, because obviously Raleigh, North Carolina, you understand. So we're gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Hurricanes in seven. The Bruins are they're not gonna lose tonight. But I'm gonna say that the Hurricanes. I mean the Bruins. Yeah, the Bruins aren't gonna lose tonight. But the Hurricanes are. I mean Andre Svechnikov is one of the best hockey players I've seen. Second overall pick in 2018, second or third, I can't exactly remember. And he single-handedly. I'm mean, not single-handedly, but their goalies. I mean we saw they put in their third-string goalie and still they almost won the game against the Bruins. And Sebastian Ajo. Exactly too. Exactly. And then and then Shreshnikov obviously on offense is incredible. So I'm gonna go have to I'm gonna have to go with the Canes and seven in that series. And who are you gonna go with for your pick to win? Who do you think is going to win? That's the Stanley that's game? tough. Obviously the the Colorado Avalanche are the number one team. Yeah, they have four one odds. Exactly. But I mean I, I gotta be true to my hometown here. And it's not biased because the Hurricanes have a real shot to do it. So I'm gonna go with the Hurricanes. I mean, we see the Penguins are they're sort of fizzling out. They're not doing great or terrible. But 
the Bruins, if they get past this round, I think they're real contenders. But I'm going to go Canes for the Stanley Cup. Hopefully we can bring one back since it's been a while. Yeah, so the Canes are in the kind of one odds. So are the Flames, the Maple Leafs, and the Lightning. But my pick is in between the Avalanche and those four teams. My pick is the Panthers, the Florida Panthers. Their betting odds are 6-1, to one, and they, they have an X-factor. They have Alexander Barkov, their center, and he's been great this year. He's at 39 goals. He's at 49 assists, 88 points overall. And you could argue that he's the best guy in the NHL right now because he's had great two-way play. He's had a ton of assists, a ton of goals. He's had 304 points in 2018 through 2019 season, which is 12th in the NHL. And last year's trophy for the best defensive forward in the year, he won, and he's my ex-factor. And I think that he is going to lead this Panthers team all the way to the Stanley Cup and win yeah. it. And let's talk about the tradition for the NHL. Exactly. The tradition of not shaving the beards, letting mm-hmm. the beards grow out, which is something that the MLB has also kind of adopted as well. Yeah. So, I mean, I that's a great tradition. Obviously, it's like the certain part of the year when that happens. And, I mean, that's part of the sport, right? So, uh, that tradition is really important. It's, like, symbolic for many guys. It's, like, oh, it's, like, motivation, I guess, to, like, I mean, if you want to grow a long beard, then, like, get to the finals. But, I mean, I, I like the tradition. Baseball, I mean, baseball has some of its own traditions. Hockey has some of its own. Football has some of its own. Soccer has some of its own. So, I mean, it's a real good part of the game, and I, I like it. Yeah, and now let's move on to the MLB. So we'll give our three top teams in the MLB right now. So I'll start with my first team. I have the Dodgers because Max Muncy, Mookie Betts, and Freddie Freeman are all doing great. Right now they're 20-9, and and I think they are one of the best. I think they're top three in the league right now. They're one of the best teams, and their hitters are doing great. Their pitching and their bullpen is great. They're they're just heating up, and I think that they're going to be a great team going forward. All right, so just name your top three, and then I'll name my top three. Yeah, so I also have the Yankees, obviously. Anthony Rizzo and Judge are leading the league in homers until today, where there's been someone who's hit 10 homers. They've, Byron Buxton probably yeah. would be my guess. Well, he's injured, but um, I think it's someone else. But Nestor oh, I thought Cortez, it was day-to-day. But, yeah, yeah, Nestor Cortez also has uh, been a great pitcher, and their bullpen especially has been great. They're 22 wins. Yeah, so I'm going to go. Those are your top three teams. And my last team is... The Angels are 21 and 12. Um, they had a first round draft for less than two years. Angels, ago. let's let's just say I predicted it. I did listen to our interview with Wayne McDonald. I predicted it. I did. They, so they that did. Yes, yes. Yes. That's just that's a big. Their difference. rookie has had a no hitter in his first. I think it was his 11th start, and he's been great against the Rays on Tuesday night. Trout and uh, Otani obviously have been great, especially Trout has had a great rebound season, and Taylor Ward. Their uh, defensive catcher that got drafted had a scouting report saying that he lacked fundamentals in hitting. Is now hitting right now 367 batting average. Crazy. He's been great, and he can win MVP. They switched him from a defensive catcher to an out. Yeah. So my top three teams. I'm gonna hit. I'm. I mean, I'm gonna go based off. I'm gonna go based off potential, not right now. So number three, I'm gonna have to go with the New York Yankees. We saw there's been so much drama around the Yankees. There's been two, um, two walk-offs in the past week. There's been, like, multiple walk-offs this season. Fans throwing beer at players. So, I mean, there's been so much drama. And, I mean, a baseball team that's going far, like this, this is, like, sort of not sort of true, sort of not true. 
But a baseball team that goes far needs great fans. And I don't, I mean, throwing beer at, at players is not a great fan, but it's like the at you, you get like the atmosphere that the fans bring. So I'm going to go Yankees at three. Obviously, Nestor Cortez has came from nowhere. He almost had a no hitter. He had seven and, and one third innings pitch with no hit um, a few games ago. And then second, I'm going to have to go with the New York Mets. Francisco Lindor and uh, Pete Alonso are a great duo. Lindor got a huge deal. And so I'm going to have to go with that, with them at number two. And then number one, I'm going to go with the Angels. My my World Series pick. Shohei Otani has missed a, missed a couple games. Came back. Incredibly dominant. Best two-way player we've ever seen. Won MVP last year. Should win MVP this year. Crowd's finally healthy. So I'm going to go with uh, the Angels at number one. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Two Brothers and Their Sports podcast. If you guys enjoy what you hear, consider subscribing. It's free. Also consider leaving us a like. It goes a long way to help promote our channel and helps us get our viewers out there. So thank you guys so much. Also, consider leaving us a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you tell us a subject you'd like us to talk about, we may feature you guys in the next episode. Until next time, we're the Two Brothers and Their Sports podcast. Deuces.